views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeedy, 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 indeedy. Good morning. Guess who I am? Tab Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. And who am I with? Mr. B. Hi, Mr. B. How's it going? How are you? I'm good. What up? Just cutting pictures of uh, staff members out here. <laughs> cutting pictures of staff members out. Yeah, you know. Y- you're not going to burn them or uh, anything, no. are you? No, well, never. What are you doing? Are you, like, building a collage or something? Uh, in a sense, yeah. <laughs> We're oh. going to use them as... I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. What is it? Well, I can't. I'm not done You can't with tell it. me? No. Okay. It's kind of a game of one of the other colleagues down the hall and I are playing. Okay. So. Okay, and it's just like an inside game then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, keep us informed. Okay. Would you well, okay, you always you? keep me on the on the edge of my seat. Okay. Well, the deal is, is we're gonna like put them up on little water bottles, try <laughs> to knock them over. Okay. That's, yeah, that's see, a good one. I, yep, it's it's yep, bad, that, but it's not bad. It's kind it. of funny. Cause it's, yeah. it's not target practice. But I, I guess that's what Where's you, the money gonna go? Is there's the money no gonna money, go? There's no okay. money. This is. I was just, gonna say, if the money goes to a charity, then you know, rock and roll with that. Well, we could do that. However, it would just be our own money. We could just give it to charity anyway. Well, wouldn't it be great to have a fundraiser? This is true. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. See, let me put that thought in there. Mm. Mm. Okay, you gonna, think about that. What are we going to do, like dunk the guest in the pie filling? The crust-busting pie That's filling right. tank? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Dunk the guest in the crust. <laughs> That's what we're doing. For those of you that are listening for the ver- per first time, let me just clue you in. I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. This is what we call Talk Radio to Thrive By, T-H-R-I-V-E. That means, you know what? Surviving worked for you at some point in time in your life, but guess what? That's not what's happening now. We're into the thriving thing. And what happens on this show is we bring you guests from all over the world that are talking to that subject. It doesn't matter whether it's sex to, sex to spirituality. It's about how to thrive in all aspects of your life. Now, this is still and always will be the home of crust busting. That's right, crust. Anything you think, feel, or believe that stops you from living life full out and we have got a lineup for you uh i want to mention a couple of things real quick and then we will bring on my guest uh today who is jim garrison for those of you um that are familiar with jim you know that he is president of wisdom university but i want to talk about what he has got planned for seattle again seattle has been picked has been picked for the first annual uh, Sacred Activism Conference, a new spirit for democratic action right here, Linwood Conference Center, Seattle. And I will be talking to you, to Jim. We'll be telling you about the conference, and we'll be telling you about the amazing list of presenters that will be here. Now, that will be May 11th through 13th. Now, for this week, we've got a special Valentine's Day show tomorrow with Greg Hoskins and Michelle 
Morgan Hoskins right here. They are going to be doing the Essential Fire on the V-Day, on the Valentine's Day right here. And on my Voice America show at 7 in the morning, we're going to be bringing two of the tops from starting over, Rhonda Britton and Dr. Dr. Stan, coming in to talk about Valentine's Day every day in your relationship. You imagine that with Rhonda? Uh, I'm I'm putting it all together right know, about now. I know you're gonna have to figure a wild way to listen. Man, if I had to produce both those shows, uh huh. Boy, there you long, go. That's a long day. That's a long Very day. Very productive. Yep, and we have more for you, Dr. Jean Houston, on Wednesday. Pepper Lewis, mm. she channels, she is the channel for Gaia, Mother Earth, and she was absolutely phenomenal last time she was on the show, and we're planning the same kind of response. Please make sure you go to the Dr. Pat Show and check out her upcoming event, or go to her website, which we'll give out later on, and check out her upcoming event right here in March. Those tickets are available now, and we'll make sure you get information on that, and then Friday, Stephanie Dorr is back, back, back with us. Now, we're going to be talking today about sacred activism, but we're going to be talking about it in the context of a call to action and talking about it with Jim Garrison, of course, about uh, the, the, the conference, what the intention is for the conference, and what the, what, what the goals are for sacred activism across the planet. So we're going to do that after our short break, and um, let's do the card. Let's pull the card. We pull a card on this show from Heidi. You got the card? Okay. I didn't see it hanging behind your little laptop there. I didn't know you Did had you it. Did you see that? Woo! No, I didn't see it. <laughs> That's what I was asking. He was like, where's the card? That's I, was, what I, was I was playing, wait, mystery card. Oh, it's a mystery. Behind spit glass number one. <laughs> or spit glass number two. That's the thing that divides us in the studio, in case you're wondering what we're talking about. You really know what that is, though. Yeah. Okay, it holds the paper up. It, it does. It but holds the paper up. It's a piece of plexiglass, so it looks like something you'd see in a sub shop. Right. So, I don't know why it's called that, but... Well, because it's to keep your it's to out keep of us the food, from. but you can still look at what they can offer. There you go. Which I have offered this extremely expensive piece of equipment in front of me that I have to run every day. You you offer yourself oh, to the show every day. You pumpkin. offer yourself. You do. Oh, pumpkin. <laughs> go with the card. There we go. I release unhealthy behaviors and dissolve them into the light. I release unhealthy behaviors and dissolve them into the light. Unhealthy behaviors and addictions are a way of seeing joy and comfort. Yeah. Yeah, they are sometimes. Find the fullness of your spirituality and you will no longer need the addiction. Joy comes naturally from within us when we are balanced and healthy. What do you think of that? Awesome. Okay, let's take a short break. When we come back, we will be back with Jim Garrison. We're going to be talking about sacred activism and an invitation for each and every one of you to come join us in May. And we'll be talking about the presenters, people like uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, Marianne Williamson, uh, Gene Eustace, Carolyn Mace. Just fasten your seatbelts. I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. Producer Benny. We'll be right back. Your emotional blocks come in a way of what you want to achieve. 
Emotions are sensations in the body, right? Now sensations are vibrations of particles, or in essence, movement of energy. Attend the upcoming Life Bliss program, a revolutionary meditation workshop cognized by Paramahamsa Nityananda to fully realize your potential and take steps towards reaching your high energy or blissful state. For more information, visit seattle.lifeblissprogram.org or call 425-246-1247. Are you tired of doing all the right things and ending up with the wrong love? Are there people in your world that you should but just don't respect? You're not alone. Over the Cliff Productions presents a groundbreaking approach to right relationship. Join Greg Hoskins and Michelle Morgan at East West Bookshop in Seattle on February 18th for a dynamic workshop to learn how to identify, cultivate, and use polarity as a power tool for finding and building extraordinary relationships. For information or to register, call 206-523-3726. That's 206-523-3726. Or visit their website at overthecliffproductions.com. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACEs. Authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. Call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Hi, this is Jack Canfield, the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series and my new best-selling book, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Listen to Dr. Pat Basile talking about crust-busting your way to an awesome life. I've been on her show. I've been a personal friend of hers for several years now, and she is awesome. She's going to bring you awesome guests. I've never had a better interview because she really walks the talk and lives the principles. Make sure you tune in every week so you can have your life go to the next level. The Dr. Pat Show is offering you a chance to have an hour-long personal reading with Pepper Lewis and Gaia. To enter the drawing for this reading, simply purchase your ticket to one of Pepper's events, Everett, on Saturday, March 25th, or Tacoma on Sunday, March 26th. Purchase your ticket before March 10th, and your name will be entered into the drawing to be drawn live on the show on March 16th. To purchase your event tickets or sign up for private readings, call 425-398-8011. That's 425-398-8011. Talk radio with a difference. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
everyone, and you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. That's me. I'm Dr. Pat. We have a fabulous lineup this week, starting off today with Jim Garrison, president and chairman of Wisdom University. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about Jim and the work that he's done, because I think it is important. It's important to set the stage for what we are about to experience in May, May 11th to be exactly, right here in the Seattle area. And uh, so if you're scratching your head and you're saying, Wisdom University, what's that about? I'm telling you, it is a phenomenal educational institution, and it is really amazing. And, you know, I've often said if I had a chance to go back for my Ph.D., I know where I would go for sure. And we are thrilled to have uh, Jim with us today, and we're going to be talking about many, many things, but this is truly an invitation. It's an invitation to open up to the possibility of embracing and actualizing spiritual activism in our lives in this time, in this world right now. Jim, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you. You know, let's talk a little bit about your journey because, you know, we are here and we're talking about spiritual, um, actually sacred activism, and we're having this conversation. And I think I have to, uh, I have to ask you about your personal journey and why sacred activism is so important for you. Well, it's important for me because I, I think all of us, are very dimensionalized beings. You know, we have uh, rational aspects and we have uh, passionate aspects. And oftentimes we compartmentalize our lives in ways that give us more focus but don't contribute to our holistic development. And I have come to experience more and more profoundly the power that is derived when you bring your various aspects together. And so for me, the combination or the fusion between my spiritual commitments and my spiritual practice and my political uh, passions and my political activism, uh, which are normally kept separate uh, by people on the progressive and people on the left, I just find that it's a very powerful way to live my life. And I think at this particular time in history, uh, it is doubly important that we, we really focus on holistic development uh, in order to be more present in our community. Well, you know, this is a wonderful time for each and every one of us. I mean, every day, uh, you know, I'm hearing about uh, something new in terms of film and, and media that brings us closer to, you know, really closing the gap between what I've considered to be sort of a social agenda and then a spiritual agenda. You know, movies like One the Movie, for example, um, you know, where it, you know, presents the idea to each of us that, look, you know, you're you're not different than you're not any different than I am. I mean, look, we're all part of of one connectedness. So, is it in fact true that that is the intention that uh, you hope to uh, to to create and achieve in really closing that gap? Yes, you know, and I think the impetus for me really came out of the, the last uh, presidential election. One of the principal reasons why George Bush won the election is because. When they did the exit polling, people in the end did not vote their po- uh, their pocketbooks. They voted their values, and the Republicans and the Christian right spoke to values much more coherently, 
and with much more effectiveness than did the Democratic Party and people on the progressive side of the equation. And so I think one of the post-electoral results is a real soul-searching on the Democratic side and on the progressive side about how do we articulate uh, a value system um, with the kind of cogency that they do. And um, Wisdom University, as a university that has committed itself to bringing together, in the first instance, wisdom teachers from all the different world traditions and literally wisdom teachers from around the world um, so that we can engage in graduate-level um, academic work on personal and professional transformation, we have discovered that wherever we're going, at the core of what we're talking about is this whole issue of sacred activism. How do we bring the spiritual and the political, our values and our actions in the community together in a seamless uh, web? And I think that to the degree to which we on the progressive side can do that, we will discover that most Americans actually agree with us and that the um, evangelical and fundamentalist worldview that is so divisive internally and so aggressive and militarized externally in terms of our foreign policy is not really the, the voice that speaks to the American soul. And so I think we in America are in this sort of this Bardall state where what is being done on our behalf by the president um, and the government is not who we really are. And the rest of the world is looking at us in bewilderment and in consternation, wondering what happened to America's soul. And I think that whether it's Wisdom University or your radio show or all the work that's being done by people of goodwill around this country, we have enormous work to do to bring America's values together with how we really act in the world. And that's true for us as a country. It's true for us as individuals. It's true for us in the Seattle area or the San Francisco area or the New York area. America right now is out of sync with itself. And so when I talk about sacred activism, whether it's at the university-wide or just personally, it's, it's, I believe, the single most important challenge facing America today. You know, it's really interesting that we're having this conversation because I, I, I want to ask you about this. I sat across the table from Michael Moore. You know Michael Moore. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. And I sat across the table and he looked directly at me. This was um, as about as close as one gets to him. And he looked at me directly and he, and he said to me, he said something like this. You know him, right? Sure. It, okay. So he said something like this. You people... <laughs> Pointing at me, you people in the media, you know, are not really allowing for the voices to be heard. And, you know, and he went on, and I'm not going to carry the whole conversation on the air right now. But what, what I went and I thought about, I thought, now, wait a minute. Is that true? Is that really true of me? And here's what I came to, and this is what I want to ask you about. My show focuses on the absolutely potential of human, uh, human beings when we are fully aligned with spirit. 
I mean, that's one way to look at it. And so the things that we talk about on this show are a call for raising the vibration on the planet. And I thought long and hard about what he talked about, and I came to this question. Why is it, and I go back to my experience, you know, you know, hopping around Woodstock and what that was like and all the protests back then. What is it has created sort of the, what, what, what I'm thinking is sort of the human gag order. What is it that has caused us to be so silent? Well, I think you're tapping on the $64,000 question in many ways. I think one of the paradoxes, particularly for people who were in the baby boomers in the 60s who really believe that, you know, a an elegant values and an altruistic way of being in the world and an idealized way of living one's life was really what we were going to contribute to American history. And it's hard to believe that, you know, 40 years after the 60s and the flower generation flower children generation, et cetera, that we have, you know, a very right-wing, very reactionary, neoconservative government uh, in Washington, and the entire Senate and House is in the grip of, you know, the right-wing evangelical Christian mentality and and theology. What went wrong? Um, How can we find our way back? Why is it? That when you 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 look at the the media, it's it's labeled as the liberal media, but yet you know the president of the United States you know is allowed to get away with um, sort of high crimes and misdemeanors, lying to the public time and time again. What is the the malaise that now has gripped the American soul? Why aren't we out on the streets? Um, like we were uh, in Vietnam, for example. What what happened to our capacity to... And I think, I mean, for me, it has to do with, with two things. Um, one is that I think, as with any country, you know, the United States is no exception to the rise and fall of imperial systems. And countries rise and countries fall, and there comes a certain point in the trajectory of all imperial systems where the public forfeits its notions of civic responsibilities and civic liberties for a centralized power at the center. It happened to Rome, it happened to Athens, it happened to Britain, it's happened to every empire that's ever ever stood on the face of this earth at a certain point the corruption of power itself creates a paralysis in the public arena and more and more power then gets concentrated into the hands of fewer and fewer people politically and wealth gets concentrated into the hands of fewer and fewer people financially so the what we see here in the united states is nothing unique to history i think it's complicated in America by the fact that we're so conditioned to believe that our country is God's gift to humanity and that we're providentially blessed with manifest destiny and we're the light on the top of the hill and the whole world looks to us in respect and uh, appreciation that it's, it's hard for most Americans 
to internalize the fact that their government has betrayed that which we have for two centuries so fundamentally stood for. I saw an op-ed piece that was written uh, in the newspapers yesterday. I think it was the L.A. Times, actually, that was written by the the uh, senior official in the Treasury Department during the Reagan administration, and he was making the point that uh, the only group that's dumber than Bush is 53% of the American public, that they, they, there's, there's just a lack of basic comprehension about the enormity of what's really going on and the betrayals that are in fact actually taking place with regards to what America really stands for on the one hand. And there's a completely lack of a capacity to organize among the people who do understand. And so in that vacuum, the government um, just continues blindly and with a, a level of arrogance that's almost stupefying to move forward in the belief that, you know, it's actually solving the world's problems when, in fact, it is, it is perpetuating a divisiveness uh, internationally and a undermining domestically that, that almost uh, it's hard to internalize. You know, am I correct, Jim? Thank you, Jim Garrison. Thank you so much for for sharing that. For those of you just tuning in, this is the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm here with uh, Jim Garrison, who is uh, president of Wisdom University. You know, I want to ask this question and then go to a break, and we'll come back and address it. What, from what I understand and the sense that I have, the idea of sacred activism and the building of a wisdom civilization, as you have so so put it really is this place where people can come regardless of political, uh, let's call it political uh, direction, political um, you know, intention. It's a place that people can come. And what I mean by place, I mean the sacred time and space is what I'm talking about. It's this, it's this area that folks can come to that represents sort of a, a, a truth. Doesn't it transcend boundaries of political parties? Absolutely. Okay, let's hold that thought. When we come back more with Jim Garrison, we're going to be talking about the Sacred Activism Conference right here. Believe it or not, yes, indeed, right here, May 11th in the beautiful Linwood Conference Center. I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. My main man. Producer Benny. And if you have a call or a question, let's give us a call. Let's do the call yeah. thing. Yeah, 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. Or 1-888-298-5569. That's 1-888-298-5569. Or send me that old email. Send it to live at crustbusting.com. Thanks, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. You've heard me talk about it, and now it's here. The book, Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal, business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leads the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call me at 206-523-5522. 206-523-5522. I'm Dr. 
Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. New Spirit Journal is a publication dedicated to informing, inspiring, uplifting, and amusing you, our readers. Within its pages, you will find articles and resources that make you think, feel, question, and sometimes chuckle. New Spirit Journal provides a forum for living, growing, and learning. Our writers and advertisers have something to share with the rest of the community and are as diverse as the community itself. They are regular people just like you. At New Spirit, we see every day as a new adventure. New Spirit Journal is available at 425 locations from Bellingham to Olympia and the East Side. Get your copy today and have yourself an adventure or visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. Again, that's NewSpiritJournal.com. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Are you tired of doing all the right things and ending up with the wrong love? Are there people in your world that you should but just don't respect? You're not alone. Over the Cliff Productions presents a groundbreaking approach to right relationship. Join Greg Hoskins and Michelle Morgan at East West Bookshop in Seattle on February 18th for a dynamic workshop to learn how to identify, cultivate, and use polarity as a power tool for finding and building extraordinary relationships. For information or to register, call 206-523-3726. That's 206-523-3726. Or visit their website at overthecliffproductions.com. Do you have a question about the changes Mother Earth is experiencing? Pepper Lewis, a natural, intuitive, and gifted channel, can help answer those questions relating to our environment and the world around us. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show on Thursday, February 16th at 11 a.m. when Pepper Lewis will tell us how we can bring balance, peace, and harmony into our lives. To find out more about Pepper and the service and products she offers, visit thepeacefulplanet.com, thepeacefulplanet.com, or call 530-938-4478. Click the show's page on 1150kknw.com for the scoop on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. It's the Rocket Man song, isn't it? It is. Elton John, He's my doing bud, his thing. Doing his my thing. bud, Elton John. He remembers me. His first trip to the United States. Bring I met him. Bring him back. Yep. I emailed him the other day. Solely, on, <laughs> solely on the Doctor Pat show. I said, 
Hey, Elle. <laughs> this is Dr. Pat. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with Jim Garrison, and we're talking about sacred activism, and we're talking about an upcoming conference. Let, let's, uh, let's get to that question, and then we'll share a little bit about the agenda and some of the folks that we, uh, uh, you have planned. Uh, but let's get to that question about sacred activism and how it transcends political parties. Well, I think that part of, of, of what I would say and what the university is, is uh, undertaking is, is that we're looking to bring people into a discussion about the sacred and the activistic without any notions of what the sacred actually means. In other words, we do not define the sacred as Christian or Jewish or Muslim or Buddhist or Hindu. Everyone has a different sense of the sacred. And even if you're an atheist or an agnostic, um, everybody holds something sacred. And at the same time, everyone cares about their community. And, and I may have a lot of trouble with the Republican Party politics and the Bush White House, but there are many people that have similar amounts of problems with the Democratic Party and its lack of cohesion and leadership in Washington today. And part of the reason why the whole conversation of sacred activism is catching on as it is around the country, and we are not by any means the only group um, having these kinds of conversations. Um, if you look at, um, you know, the Jim Wallace, for example, who is an evangelical Christian himself, and he's the yeah. founder of Sojourner's Magazine, his book called God's Politics, um, the subtitle is Why the Right is Wrong and Why the Left Doesn't Get It. Um, and Michael Lerner, who's the founder of Tikkun Magazine, he's coming out with a new book called The Left Hand of God, you know, the whole politics of spiritual meaning. So there's a lot that is is going on but the, and the context of that is that people care very deeply about what's going on in America and in the world and part of what is, as I mentioned before is out of sync in America is that there is not the, the kind of political opportunities and, and political instruments available to us um, through the prevailing you know two-party system and yet people's passions are, are aflame with uh, concern about the future, caring about the future. And so what Wisdom University is seeking to do um, in Seattle uh, is to allow a space for people at the national level and people at the local level simply to come together and talk about how much they care, um, to talk about this radical fusion between spirituality and, and politics, and most importantly, to talk about the innovations and the creativity and the, the really the emergent structures that are really are representing a more humane future, which we call the wisdom civilization. And that's independent of party politics. Yes, it is. And, you know, that's that's an invitation for each and every one of us to explore that. I mean, you know, if if there were a new a new party, you know, I've been asked, Dr. Pat, if if, if there were a new party, what would you name it? And I said, you know what I'd name it? I'd name it the Humanity Party. 
That's what I'd name it. Yeah. And it's the place where we can come together in the spirit of acknowledging that, you know, we have dignity and respect for each other. And so what I hear you saying is that you have created a space in the Seattle area during May, May 11th, I believe it is. And um, this is going to be the time and the place for people to gather. And let's talk a little bit about some of the people uh, that you that are invited and will be part of the conference. Now, what you've done is really wonderful. You're going to have both international uh, people as well as people from the local community. Right. And I think in the... The first instance, um, speaking just nationally in terms of the politics and so forth, we're, we've invited and confirmed Robert Kennedy Jr. in part because I think if there's one individual that represents certainly for me and, and one uh, family, as it were, the kind of um, idealized new frontier politics, it was John Kennedy and, and Bobby Kennedy. And uh, I'm betraying my generation i was very much part of the 60s and the baby boomers and the way you know they articulated politics in america has always represented what i believe uh in terms of uh, how we should be caring for the vulnerable and the poor and the dispossessed and how we should be leading the community of nations abroad and so we thought if we got robert kennedy jr that would be our way of reconnecting to um, a very bright light that unfortunately was snuffed out um, by the assassin's bullets um, back in the in the 60s. And we're also uh, inviting um, various other people, former governors. Um, we're inviting Senator Barack Obama, who is not yet confirmed, um, Jesse Jackson Jr., uh, who hasn't confirmed, but they're people who are really rep trying to represent, as you indicated, a much more humanistic and humane politics uh, in America. And then uh, on sort of that's on the activism side. On the sacred side, we're inviting various uh, people ranging from Carolyn Mace, um, who has been going the length and breadth of this country talking about sacred activism. We've invited Marianne Williamson, uh, who many people know is one of the most inspirational speakers out there on what she calls the Renaissance politics in America um, and has been very active in organizing uh, nationally and back in, in Washington for the, the establishment of a Department of Peace, uh, stating quite rightly, in my opinion, that if we have a defense department, we should have a, a peace department. And so she will be there. Jean Houston is going to be there, who goes literally all over the world on behalf of the United Nations. Yes. Um, developing social artistry. Andrew Harvey is going to be there. He has a new movie called Sacred Activism. Um, there will be a, a number of other people at that level. And then a whole series of people that we're drawing from um, the Seattle area uh, who are local leaders representing local networks, some of the most creative thinking in America, actually, in the world uh, around new economics and new politics and new health care is all coming out of the Seattle area. So it's going to be a wonderful interface between how we reimagine politics, how we reimagine economics, how we reimagine health care. If, if there's a domain in America today that's broken, it's the healthcare system. 
How do we start bringing compassion back into caregiving? How do we make it possible for people to, to die humanely? How do we really care for people in a way that is true to the Hippocratic Oath? Um, and so these are major national, indeed international questions that will be focalizing around the, the Seattle area and at the Linwood Center between the 11th and the 13th of May. Yes, and for those of you um, that um, listen to this show, please tell your friends, tell, you know, pass the word uh, about this. Um, we will be interviewing, uh, wow, quite a few of these presenters right on this show, um, and we're going to be confirming that schedule in the next couple weeks. So you'll get to chat with, get your questions ready for folks with uh, many, many of these uh, international and local uh, presenters that will be at the at, at this conference, uh, people like uh, Rabbi Ted Falcon, and of course, you've heard Margot Adair on this show, uh, and many, many other people. So, you know, make sure that you pencil this in. You're going to be hearing a lot about this conference in the following weeks, and, um, and, and all about how to register for it and what the events are going to be. But you can go to, you can, they can, folks can go to your website right now, Jim, right? Right, they can go to wisdom, www.wisdomuniversity.org. And right on our homepage is a big icon called the Seattle Conference, and you can uh, click there. And, and also just to know that Seattle is really the prototype of a conference that we'll be doing um, all over the uh, country over the next 12 to 18 months. And uh, what's happened in Seattle is indicative of the kind of energy, I would say pent-up energy, around this issue of sacred activism. It started actually quite uh, by happenstance when I went up to meet with a group of our alumni and students from Wisdom University last October. And in discussing what we might be able to do together, I suggested that we consider doing something, have a small gathering uh, on uh, sacred activism, and within a matter of weeks, not only was there uh, a commitment on the part of our student and alumni, in particular one of our alumni, a, a man named uh, Victor Bremson, um, who uh, really took the leadership, and Stephanie Durham, uh, one of our uh, supporters, uh, but there was such an, uh, an extraordinary energy that we went from a little weekend sort of workshop kind of affair to a major regional national conference uh, at the Linwood Center that holds, you know, six, seven, eight hundred people. And that did not happen because we intended it. It happened because the energy that people were manifesting around rethinking spirituality, rethinking activism, bringing the two together thinking through in this dark hour of American politics what an American political and spiritual renaissance could look like. Again, it's independent of Republican or Democrat, but is, is intensely, I would say, small p political and intensely uh, spiritual. But in a way, every one of us, you know, uh, cares deeply about the earth and about our families and communities and how that manifests is as unique as every single person is unique and so that's why we we didn't even use the term spiritual activism because some people don't like the term spiritual but even if you're an atheist as i said before everybody holds something sacred and it's from that 
reconnection to what you hold as sacred, that your activism is really going to not only emerge, but garner the kind of energy that will empower you over the long term to change the world in which we live. And you're so right about the Seattle area. I mean, we've just experienced this with a one would call a little movie called One the Movie, which had not been picked up by a distributor and, you know, came into our town for about two to four weeks. And basically, you know, the folks here in the Seattle area, you all are absolutely magnificent, sold out. This movie was sold out. And it's, you know, the movie's still not picked up by a distributor. But I got to tell you, it is playing all over the planet. It is playing in Hawaii, it is playing in the, the middle states, it's playing in California, Virginia, it's playing in uh, um, uh, Canada, and then, and guess this, Israel, Germany, all over the planet. I mean, this is about the vibration, isn't it, Jim? Totally, and if you, I mean, just look at, by extension, you know, there's the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, is another movie that was a low-budget, kind of out-of-nowhere movie, but talking about the deeper interrelatedness that all of us know to be true, but we're not getting any reinforcement from in our prevailing media. And if you look at even movies like uh, Supersize Me or even Michael Moore's movies on 9-11, the hunger and the thirst for reality not reality TV, mm-hmm. but, but, but reality in the sense of what's actually going on and who, who am I in a larger scheme of things is so strong and pent up that anyone who's out there creating a forum for its expression um, is getting like the movie one. It's just, it's just taking off all over the world. I can't tell you how many hits are on our website around the Seattle conference and when I put it out to our student body and alumni list, within 48 hours, I had over a dozen groups around the country that said, we want to do it too. And it's just an indicator, not that America is lethargic or apathetic, but it's just an indicator that we were temporarily out of sync in our alignment between our spirituality and our politics. And people care deeply enough to go through the trouble of inventing, if necessary, new mediums and new instruments to express what they most deeply feel in terms of their aspirations of this country. You know, Jim, I love what you just said, because listen to what we're talking about here. You know, it's not that, for me at least, it's not that this person's right, this person's wrong, this agenda's right, this agenda's wrong. What I've noticed, and I interview a lot of people, what I've noticed is that the bar has been raised for humanity. The bar has been raised, and now what's happening is each and every one of us get to answer the call so that we can step up and meet the bar. Yep, yep. And I would say, you know, even further that, you know, if you, if you have a situation where the bar is being raised, nature has a way of calling people. And one of the great truths about history, which is one of the reasons why I love the Bible so much and the other great works, is that when the call is answered, it generally doesn't come from the established political order. If you look, for example, at the biblical story of Moses, he started out as a discarded little baby in, a, in an ark covered with pitch in the Nile River, came into Pharaoh's house, and eventually 
overcame the Egyptians, the story of Joseph, the story of Jesus. One of the reasons why the Christmas story is so profound and beautiful and universal is it says great things come out of very small little places. So even as we're in a, a time in our country where where the political structures and the big corporate institutions and the media moguls and everything is is going one direction, history is really trying to go in another direction. And so that the change is going to come not from the halls of Washington or, or Wall Street. They'll be the last to recognize the obvious. The change is going to come as little people, ordinary people, right. people that are anonymous and, and may not be known, come together with a voice and such a clarity that the mighty are brought low and the proud are fallen. And mm-hmm. that's what makes me so excited about being alive in this particular crisis of our time and seeing the energy that is coming around this conference and coming around this larger conversation because it's a it's a repetition of one of the deepest patterns of social transformation in history. Well, and one of the things you say, thank you, Jim. Wow, thank you so much. And thank you so much for picking our town to uh, to really, you know, host this event. Um, you, you know, I have said this since the very first day I, I put my face behind this microphone, is that there is something incredible about the people that live here. Totally. There's something unbelievably, uh, you know, I can feel it, Benny can feel it, we can feel it every day on the radio. We can feel the people and the vibration that comes through. And so it's hard to explain to other people. But we know that we have here such a gift and a blessing in the folks in our area. And folks that listen to shows like this, that attend Wisdom University, all of you from all over the country, and that tune in to listen to shows like this and other shows that are on this this very, very unique uh, station, KKNW AM 1150. And, uh, you know, every day we hear about new people just accidentally, by the way, finding the dial. That spirit operating at its best connecting each of us you know one of the things i want to ask you as we wrap up is it has to do with um oh let's see you know this idea of you know understanding that people are multidimensional. You talk about this in terms of sacred activism. Understanding that people are multidimensional. Uh, how, how does that factor in? How does that understanding factor in to us actually achieving and closing the gap and meeting that new level, that new bar that has been set for humanity? Well, I think that's a very important uh, question and a good question to end on because I think it's the critical ingredient in terms of the transformation we seek. And let me just start by saying if you uh, differentiating Wisdom University with normal universities, if you think about how most of us got our degrees, we went to universities where we went to lectures that were basically analytical and we got good grades by how successfully we memorized information and expressed analytical thought. And uh, that's certainly one way to learn, but if you've read the works of Howard Gardner back at Harvard on the multiple intelligences, 
that kind of intelligence is one of only about a dozen to 15 other kinds of intelligences that we have but remain completely underutilized because they're not acknowledged it's true. One of the things we do at Wisdom University is we start every day with body prayer where we move our bodies in the ancient ways that people prayed. So you move your body to music with words that are profound. Then we go into a couple hours of seminar where we're as rigorous as anything at the left brain universities, but that's only one dimension of what we do. Then every afternoon we have a similar amount of time in what we call art is meditation where the students who were engaging in intense left brain intellectual activity in the morning spend three hours in artistic expression then we finish every day with processing so that people have a sense at the psycho-emotional level to 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 debrief with other students and faculty on what they've learned so in the course of a day in a course of a week you've exercised your psychosomatic, your intuitive, your uh, psycho-emotional and intellectual components. And it's that interactivity between the different parts of who you are that leads to the ultimate outcome, and that is personal and professional transformation. So the same thing is true about politics and spirituality. The more parts of yourself you can bring together in an integrated whole by literally massaging different parts of your totality in different ways. Um, That is really how the most effective and long-term transformation actually takes place. So if you have a conference, it's one thing, for example, just to listen to Robert Kennedy Jr. on politics. It's a completely different experience to listen to politics at one level, then listen to spiritual teachers at another, and then bring the two ends of the polarity together in an interactivity. When you go through that process, then all of a sudden the meaning of wisdom, the meaning of the sacred, and the meaning of what it means to be active in your community takes a whole new level of comprehensiveness and meaning. And so that's what Wisdom University is seeking to do, not only in terms of our pedagogy and our curriculum around the wisdom traditions and personal and professional transformation, but as we come to Seattle, talking about the great political spiritual issues of our day, we want to do it in a highly dimensionalized, highly interactive way that addresses the whole person. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jim Garrison. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us and for uh, letting everyone know about the upcoming conference. And I just want to mention to everyone that you're going to hear much more about this conference. And everyone is invited. Doesn't matter if you're here in Seattle or you're clear across the country like my buds in Jersey. Although you're not going to be able to get a plane out of New Jersey, I don't think, today. But, you know, everyone is welcome. My, my friends over in Italy, after the Olympics are over, you too can come. I mean, this is an open invitation for people across the globe to participate in this conference. And we will be sharing more as uh, we get the final list, right, Jim? I mean, we have yeah. other people in our area that are being invited to the conference. And we will we'll keep everyone current and up to date as we go. Well, thank you so much, Jim Garrison. Thank you. I look forward to our future conversations. And uh, again, thank you for bringing this event to Seattle. Great. 
see you. All right. See you there. Wow. You know, it's hard to get the, the whole scope of this in the conversation. But, you know, as I said before, you can go to wisdomuniversity.org and take a look at some of the uh, people that are being, um, uh, well, some of the folks that have already confirmed and will be here and some of the folks that are not only are they being invited, but people are just gathering to to present at this and and we'll be pr- providing you with more information. Um, we already have a schedule to interview quite a few of these presenters right on this show. So I'll be telling you a little bit more about that and on my Voice America show. So um, a lot going on with that. And uh, boy, all in the spirit of, as we said before, the Dr. Pat show thriving in all aspects of our lives. And this is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things that are going on. So don't forget tomorrow, Greg Hoskins and Michelle Morgan Hoskins, The Essential Fire. Now, I want to tell you, you're going to want to take our phone numbers down because we are going to be giving away tickets throughout the hour tomorrow for their upcoming event on the 16th. We have now just waived the fee. And on this show, if you call in and send an email tomorrow, you will get in there free. So we're going to be busy. We love you all. Thank you for listening from across the globe. This is Dr. Pat. And producer Benny. See you tomorrow.